Family, welcome to the Soul. Wait, no, that's not the title of the podcast. I was going to announce, um, I was going to refer to the title of this podcast as the Soul Food for Thought podcast. That is no longer the name. Um, it changed uh, a few months ago. It's now called Righteousness and Reunion. Uh, so I am, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we have phased that out. And uh, I'm rewriting the neurological pathways uh, associated with that. So, um, yes, welcome to the Righteousness and Reunion podcast. And how I actually came up with that name, uh, I mean, I was playing with many different names at the time. Um, and I was... Really, just tuning in, tuning in with myself, uh, while also, uh, you know, from a very logical standpoint, like getting clear on what I am prioritizing on this show. And uh, what I'm prioritizing on this show. Uh, First and foremost is reunion. And we can see that as the feminine aspect of returning, returning, so returning to God, which is what I value. And we can see righteousness as the masculine protector and servant of reunion. It is that which serves reunion. And my experience in this in this body has been stepping into and owning righteous qualities, a righteous quality. Um, and stepping into that integrity uh, that's necessary in order to serve that. So in, in order to serve purity. Uh, so, that's where the name came from, and uh, in terms of this podcast, I am easing back into having guests on this show. Um, that's something that I'm easing into. Uh, I'm going to have a guest on here soon. Uh, two episodes actually are going to come up soon. Um with this woman named Ivy, uh, Ivy Rose. And uh, she had me on her podcast. And so I'm going to repost that here. Uh, and then we're going to record another show. Uh, and we're going to go deeper into some adjacent topics. Um. And in terms of the you know the type of guests that I'm having on this show, first and foremost, I haven't had guests on this show for whew, since late 2022, and right now it is actually that's not true. Late 2021, <laughs> late 2021. Right now it is. March of 2023, uh, so it's been well over a year uh, since I've had guests on this show, and that's just because I've been moving through my own uh, trials and experiences and hibernations and winters and heroes' journeys, um, and yeah, I wasn't called for a while to record a show here. Um, although I am called to step back into that as it's aligned, 
uh, with guests who I deeply respect, uh, with the guests who align with my values. And so just to be clear on what that is and, and what type of guest you can expect, every single guest on this podcast will be an individual who is deeply integral uh, and who I sense carries, uh, embodies a, a depth of devotion and sincerity to true union with God, uh, to merging with divine will, uh, to the embodiment of purity uh, and love. That's my priority. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on with the podcast uh, today. Uh, it's currently six twenty a.m. here in Austin, Texas, for me. As I sip some water, um, today I'm going to record a quick episode. Actually, before I get into that, I'm just going to share a little bit more on the Righteousness and Reunion, not necessarily just the actual name, uh, more so just what I feel to be the importance of Reunion. I'm, I'm just going to share about it. Uh, there, I mean, I mean, many of you who are listening to this show, especially if you're a longtime listener, uh, my assumption about you is that you deeply care about inner union and truly returning to God. And again, why I always say return and I keep that space in there is because sometimes uh, we may be inclined to perceive that as this linear path. Uh, and in my experience, there have been times where I have done that and there's a pressurization, there is a pressurization that comes from viewing the return to God as a linear path uh, that is, you know, overly based on your decision making uh, or how perfect you are, whatever it may be. Yes, uh, we have responsibility uh, and, and this path requires uh, active and conscious participation, right? Uh, in, in my experience uh, and in my observation requires uh, the merging of personal will with divine will, right? And that, that, that takes effort, that takes showing up. And the perception of like like the perception itself of reaching god of going back to god can get in the way of your natural embodied coherence as a god sourced being that is already connected to god that is inseparable from god already and so you know, at times in my journey, what that has looked like, you know, that distortion, the distortion of seeing the path as overly linear, uh, what that has looked like is, like I said, like this pressurization of um, maybe feeling like I'm running out of time or thinking that I'm running out of time. Um, and... Like I'm gonna, I'm just gonna speak about the pressurization. It's like this, the pressure, like that, can lead to a suppression, a suppression, and so, and, and just like a distraction, <laughs> like a a, a a distraction, a suppression, like just the whole thing, just just being, you know. Yes, we can perceive the whole path, regardless of how we travel it, as being the path. And we can also honor distortion for what it is, right? There were many times where I, um, you know, fasted incessantly so as to get to God. And sure, fasting at times, 
you know, on some levels, I'm, I'm sure it was very helpful for my body and for just my mind and, and all of that. Uh, and for clearing a lot of stuff out of me. And uh, there was also a very unhealthy aspect to it in which I was doing it far too often. And even parts of me, like, I'm like there were thoughts. <laughs> and this was subconscious for the most part of like, you know, the, 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 the true ascended, spiritual, embodied people um, are eating very little food. And there was just this thought that like that's where we're going. Um, and sure, beyond this form, sure. Beyond this human form, like sure, yes, <laughs> right? And uh, I, I denied a lot of human things, uh, including a resistance to working <laughs> for money, uh, which resulted in me being financially broke and having pennies in the bank on countless occasions um, and not being able to financially support myself and and <laughs> you know all of these all of these different things and and so for a while my my organic natural path of embodiment and inner union with God, was and this is not to say by the way that i'm like uh all the way there in this linear sense you know i'm not all the way there in a linear sense <laughs> you know what i mean uh it, like the, the whole linearity around it can get really distracting um so basically for a while my path was like you know what like my path towards true gnosis and embodiment of inner union and connection with god experiencing that direct connection within me is doing a lot of the things that I thought was impure or unholy or not quote-unquote aligned with my quote-unquote highest path, <laughs> right? Uh, and it was beautiful because I was able to find God within myself within circumstances that I hadn't previously thought to be possible, such as allowing myself to no longer be a rigid, strict vegan and having animal products again and allowing myself to, uh, this was around probably a year and a half ago, where I allowed myself, uh, I didn't even allow my, I, yeah, I allowed myself and I chose, I consciously chose to say, you know what, Nick, like it's, we haven't had money in our bank account for quite a while now and we've been sleeping on couches and floors for three months and in, in sleeping in, in raggedy hotel rooms uh, <laughs> and it was time to decide like, let's go get a job <laughs> like let's let's actually make the decision like actually make the decision and get a job um and then you know through that job like experiencing like just just a deeper integration within myself like actually experiencing like whoa like I can actually experience union within myself while working on this job. I can actually step into and 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 from that from that that fullness that wants to emerge as me through these experiences of of stepping into what I'm meant to step into. Service comes from that place, so it was no longer about like. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna get deeper into that specific story. You can listen to a previous episode. Um, so yes, in a nutshell, has been very important on my path at many periods to embrace the things that I was resistant to embracing uh and had completely rejected because i thought it was impure um 
And so the thing is, the whole pure versus impure thing is really up to one's own discernment. This is so crucial. It's really up to one's own discernment. I can sit here and I can say like generally there are certain things that I do not agree with to the fullest extent. There just aren't, uh, such as inorganic food, genetically modified food, um, you know, some of the things that we see on the media and some of the narratives and some of the agendas, uh, including the artificial intelligence agenda, which yeah, it's like it's like some of these things. Um, I don't fully agree with them. Um, because I know that to fully agree with them would be agreeing to perhaps a distraction from my organic path. Uh, from my return to my true nature. Um, and so again, it's like with this whole <laughs> pure versus impure thing, like there there have been moments in my journey. I wouldn't say they happen a ton anymore. Um, I mean, I'm not even going to say that I'm exempt from them though, you know, because I, 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 I don't know. I would, I, I'm actually not exempt from it. I'm not. And then I'm not even going to pretend that it's this thing that's in the past. Right? Although what I will say is that for a while I was very uh, attached to eating uh, quote unquote clean food and pure food because I thought that that was going to get me to God. And I will not by any means underestimate what eating clean food has done for my body, what eating organic food has done for my body. Uh, and just the most natural food that I can find. <laughs> you know, like there's no doubt about what that's done for me. Although, again, at times there has, you know, there have been distractions in the past where I would like see that as my God. Whenever my body, uh, the the organic intelligence that is uh, yearning, that is inclined to deliver me to my true origin, which for me is like present moment love, integrity, Peace, clarity, God, now. That's what it is. It's not a linear perception of being on God's doorstep. It's actually being there. And so there have been times on my path uh, previously where I would make food my God. I would see organic food as my God, whether I knew it or not. And so even if this part of me, whether we want to classify it as my inner child or just my heart, whatever it may be, a part of me that, let's say, wanted to go out to a restaurant and have this certain thing, there would be a part of me that'd be like, nope, not doing it, <laughs> right? And so even if one could perceive, even if I perceived at that time as this inorganic food as being impure, Choosing that could have actually been the purest and the holiest thing that I could do in remembering 
remembering, reintegrating the organic truth of what I am beyond form. So, oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh So we're going to we're going to let that one land. <laughs> we're going to let that one simmer for a second. Um And so it's like with the oh, Yeah, you know, it, it, it comes down to righteousness. And it's like righteousness, <laughs> we can consider righteousness as being black and white and also not black and white. There's like, there, 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 it's almost like there are two layers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it's, like the, it's like the holiest righteousness is, is serving reunion no matter what. And for certain people, dependent on certain times and certain circumstances, that just may look different. For me, what that has looked like, um, for example, is, is, is being very careful and cautious and discerning uh, and, and, and really taking a step back. Uh, from the artificial intelligence narratives and stuff that's being rolled out. That's just me. Uh, it's not a yes in my body. Uh, my body's really not called to it at all. Whether it's the, and really this is, this is no shame whatsoever for anyone who has been called to that previously because I was once called to it as well. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I was actually, there, there was a point in my journey, I was probably 19, uh, where I, <laughs> I, was, I, I, was, I was honestly sucked into it for, 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 for a period of time. I was fascinated by, whoa, man and machine, uh, artificial intelligence, you know, what's the projection of it? Where is it going to go? How is it going to change our civilization? How is it going to change our life? Uh, you know, thinking about singularity and technological singularity and how AI would merge with human intelligence and, and like all this stuff. And, and like, I was very fascinated with that stuff for a while. Uh, and then I'm thankful that naturally, um, the divine spark that I am that will never die that has always called me forth uh, into the highest love, truth, and integrity this entire time without me even really asking for it, uh, which is, I, I feel very blessed for that because to be honest in this path, like recently I've, I've been very grateful. I've felt very grateful in that. I feel like half of the work has been done for me, right? These qualities of like, it, it's like sincerity and curiosity. I'm gonna repeat that. Sincerity and curiosity. These are divine, in my opinion, these are divine qualities that no human is responsible for birthing into existence or for uh, you know it's not a, they're, they're 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 not skills that can be sharpened they are inherent divine soulful qualities uh, that are pronounced uh, and that are deeply present as a child just sincerity and curiosity, right? In my opinion, they're 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 truly just pure. 
uh, and in my observation, in my opinion, like like they are the two most powerful qualities that basically drive this entire thing. Uh, to me, they are a they are like servants of the divine spark that I am of God uh, that will no matter what return return to itself period and the thing is is that you know for many people uh, these qualities are, are really just diminished they are suffocated they're still there <laughs> uh, in my opinion they're they're just suffocated uh, in many humans and so I'm just grateful because it's like those that spark and 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 those qualities have have re- have have really done a lot for me, uh, and they've they've pulled me out of stuff that I, that my own human mind <laughs> would be able to figure out how to pull me out of. You know, it's just this thing that, like, it, it has just always pulled me forward. And so I'm grateful for that. And I trust that if you're listening to this and you have that same thing, it, it's, it's the same thing. You know, it's the only reason, perhaps, why you are listening to this podcast, right? It's like, let's be honest. Are you in control of that part of you that wants to return home? Are you in control of that part of you? Yes or no? For me, it's definitely not. <laughs> there's a lot of showing up. There's a lot of effort. There's a, re- there's a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of meeting halfway. Meeting that halfway. A lot of deep listening. There's a lot of that. And uh, it's beautiful that I don't have to be perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't have to be perfect from human standards. I don't have to meet a perfect linear agenda uh, and sequence of events in order to get to God, in order to touch God. So I believe I was on a thread about artificial intelligence and basically just to, to, to finish on that thread. I'm not going to sit here and demonize uh, artificial intelligence. I'm not going to sit here and, 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 you know, be an avid supporter of it. That is for sure. Uh, the way that I view artificial intelligence is that it is We can consider artificial intelligence as an intelligence that is that is solely mental. Like it is it is only mental. Meaning that like it, it's intelligent, although one could consider it as being incomplete. How could artificial intelligence be incomplete? Well, because in my experience, intelligence is not the only thing that there is. Uh, rather, there there is a deeper intelligence, a deeper wisdom, a deeper current to life that I experience personally as love. So instead of this empty uh, shell of consciousness... And pattern recognition and just like this this just like just mental 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Just mental. That's not all there is. So I honor intelligence. It's just that intelligence without heart can be dangerous. Right? It's like if you are to watch mainstream news every day and if you are simultaneously disconnected from your heart and from your your sensitivities as a living being it's possible that you may get sucked into realities that do not serve your life with a capital L that do not honor your life your true nature whatever you experience that as again i experience it as as love and it also feels liberating it feels free it feels true it feels pure to me intelligence alone does not feel pure does not seem pure So my invitation is to is to just tread carefully because to get sucked into uh, it's like whenever one knows deep inner union and connection to their life to their self to God some of these external things can be like eh, I'm not sure about that. You know, a, a very simple example is of this, you know, creating the AI photos and avatars of yourself online. And I'm one of, you know, some people who I know of who are like, like, personally, I recognize that a, a lot of people who I didn't expect to hop on that train did in terms of like, you know, as soon as, you know, it reached the masses and people were like, whoa, like this AI app, like you can post the AI photos and make your avatar. And it's like, there wasn't any part of me ever <laughs> that was like, yeah, let's, let's do this. Um, or, or, or that was called to do it. Um, and that's just from a path of, of just returning to the life that I am and, and just how that has evolved and how that has looked at every aspect of my journey. It's like, is this truly life supportive? Uh, is this connecting me with my true essence? Is this serving my true essence? And I, again, I, I, I recognize that many people are like, yeah, like, come on, like, you know, it's just for fun. Like, it's just fun. 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 Like, you know, like whatever, you know, a very lighthearted approach. And uh, I won't dig too deep into it now. Um, I'll most likely have people on the podcast about it. We'll chat, go deeper. Although this is this is really the beginning, you know. Um, and you know, like like let let here we go. People are putting artificial things into their body, not just food. People are putting artificial intelligence into their body, not just food, right? So thing is, do, do I want artificial intelligence or do I want God's intelligence? Which I consider God's intelligence as complete because it is connected with life. It is connected with my heart. It is not made by a man <laughs> uh, or it is, uh, <laughs> it is not... Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like, 
let's take your genetically modified food for example, why would I willingly on a consistent basis choose to put a food that is engineered by man into my like into my body? Seriously, like like it, it, it's just being straight up, <laughs> you know, and I'm, and I'm sure many people who are listening to the podcast are in agreement with that, right? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And in my experience, the more that I am unified with the organic intelligence and the essence that I am, it's like, no, I like, like there are just certain things that I don't need. Right, such as the jab, such as the jab. Now I'm, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and first and foremost, I feel that anyone who's, who's listening to this podcast probably has not received it. Although even if you have, I'm not gonna sit here and shame you for it because I don't think that's something that God, that your source would do. Nor do I think shaming you about it would re. Turn you to God. Period. So as strongly as I may feel about something like that, and when I speak of the job, I speak of the in- injection, I speak of the vaccine. Um, right, like, 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 like. Like as much as I don't agree with that, you know, putting a man-made intelligence into the body, posing to be something good. Uh, like as much as I don't, as I don't agree with that, I'm not going to shame you if the, if you've done it, uh, because I don't think that that's supportive. Uh, I don't think that shame <laughs> is. Uh, it can be a, a, a gateway to God, perhaps, uh, if it's fully felt and released. Although, yeah, holding that over yourself as a reason why you're not going to get to God and return to God, like, like you know, like you know what I mean. Your consciousness, in and of itself, that is seeking to return to God, like, like it, like you, you are it. You are the very thing. Like you are it. Uh, so I just want to anchor that in. Uh, because I haven't actually shared deeply about my opinions on that, you know, whatever it may be. Um, although, yeah, in general, you know, it's like with certain things like that, it's like there was never at any point <laughs> where I was like, I would consider getting this. Never at any point. Uh, and that started to come along in my journey where, you know, even several years before, that whole thing came out like I had before that like I had regularly gone and gotten flu shots and I would say probably like a year before maybe two years before I just had this inclination of like why like why would I need to get a flu shot <laughs> like it was just, you know like it was just like like why would I need to get a flu shot um and you know sure some of some of that came from like just being really interested in like alternative health i don't even know why it's called alternative because it's just fucking health (laughs) it's literally just health (laughs) uh preventative medicine you know stuff like that uh and and just like holistic living (laughs) and um and so there was like you know like like there were like surface level perspectives of, of, of like you know like we don't why would we need vaccines why would we need uh you know, genetically modified food. Why would why why would we need really any of these things uh, to be living? <laughs> um, and so, like naturally, and, and so that combined with my natural and like organic intelligence, body intelligence of like, yeah, I, I don't, you know, it, it's just like integrity. Like, I woke up today. And I sat down to record this because I felt called on a cellular level to do so. 
And I wouldn't even be able to sit here and be speaking right now if there was a drop of doubt or uncertainty about whether or not I should. It's, it's cellular coherence. It's embodied coherence. It's, it, it, it's integration. And that's just something that's cultivated with time. I can't say that I'm absolutely perfect. This is something that's cultivated. So, what I'm going to share about, uh, and this is actually what I, so I'm, 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 I'm dropping some, some some gems here today, uh, you know, providing as much value as I'm able. Uh, so, what I'm called to share today, <laughs> and I like how I'm saying that. I feel like I don't even know how long we're into this podcast yet. Maybe it's 40 minutes. I don't have an actual number right in front of me. Uh, who knows? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm here to call, I'm called to share a list with you and it's a list that I've created a list of, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, a list of 15, a list of 15 things, <laughs> a list of 15 things that I random things I'll say that I would highly recommend. You just explore. Yeah, so they're just really just like tips and habits and um, things that like, and, and they're practical things. Like like they're practical things that I, I invite you to just explore and see how they, how they mesh with you. Uh, so one is muscle testing. And, um, this is basically a method of tuning into your inner being. So like and there's like so it's basically like whenever you reach a crossroads, whenever you are um, whenever you would like to just access your embodied clarity uh, through discernment and to get to the truth of something. Uh, what I invite you to, to play around with is muscle testing. And so what this is, is basically uh, you give yourself a set of options. So ideally it's, it's just two options. It's just two. If you can get it down to two, that's, that's great. Uh, and basically you bring that, you bring each of these things one after the other into your conscious awareness uh, and if and if there's something physical that you can hold to like, you know, that you can hold or touch that represents it, that's even better. Uh, and basically one after the other, you so you bring your conscious, you bring your attention uh, and, and just your awareness. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that you bring your conscious awareness to this thing, uh, to each of these options. And one after the other, you will squeeze. So this is what I do. I squeeze my fist uh, as hard as I can for each of the options. And whichever uh, squeeze is the hardest is my yes. And the weakest squeeze is a dissonant no. Uh, and so this is still something that I work with, you know, it's not, I wouldn't say it's something that I do for every single decision. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, ideally, uh, there's, there's just like an integration that comes through an embodiment that comes through where things are just very clear for us. Like, 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 like they're just clear and we're, we're flowing. Like we are just merging into coherence, <laughs> you know? Um, like like we just are the coherence. We just are the coherence. Uh, you know, it's like they like there have been times where it's been, it's been interesting because like I'll do the muscle test and I'll be like I actually knew that answer the whole time. Like just like from my deepest sense, like I already knew the answer, and then the muscle test just confirmed it. Uh, and so I just invite you to play with that, like, like just play with it and, and through trial and error, you know, quote unquote error and, and just through time and experience, like, uh, 
it could uh, you know bring some some benefit to you so uh, look it up you know it's it's an actual thing like look it up <laughs> uh, some research about it and yeah I invite you to play with that so that's one two is to choose to do your most sacred quote-unquote sacred activities and practices in one specific place in your home such as meditation journaling um, certain you know healing sessions and, and stuff like that uh, just finding one very intimate place where you you actually cultivate the energy you cultivate the energy um, because over time it's like at like it, like you're you like as you drop in in this specific place like the energy will cultivate so it's it's really it's very simple <laughs> like it's actually very simple put some plants there you know um put some things that you know remind you of god and connection you know whatever is most important to you um so yeah i invite you to do that uh three colonics and enemas uh, once per month minimum uh, for me my non-negotiable is at least two times per month and um this is a big one i'm gonna have uh, a conversation with someone soon on this podcast and uh with, with this with with this ivy woman and uh, she is a colon hydrotherapist and she's she's an expert on this stuff and um I've been involved with colonics for almost two years. Probably this summer going on two years. And um, yeah, it, it, it's really a game changer. It's really a game changer. Uh, it's a, it, it's a multi-dimensional practice, truly, despite it only seeming like a, like a physical one. Uh, it, it touches every aspect of your being. Like it touches your entire life. Uh, basically, most humans, most humans are carrying pounds and pounds and pounds and pounds of like g rotting garbage of, of crap literally in their body, in their gut. That's been sitting there for decades. For most people, it's been sitting there for decades, uh, and it's it's like a it, it just builds up as like a plaque, as like a tartar, uh, and it's 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 deep, <laughs> uh, and so that has physical consequences, of course. Although, you know, it's 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 really metaphysical. Uh, you know, like from like a physiological standpoint, one can consider it as like this, this parasitic tension that they don't even know is there because they, they just don't, they, they just don't know the alternative. Like they just don't know <laughs> the body is just used to it. You know, the body is beautiful because it can basically make beauty out of just chaos <laughs> you know like it can like like the body can find a way to adapt and to help us like get through right uh and to feel like maybe all right <laughs> where we're at although uh basically i believe two summers ago i did my first like mucoid plaque cleanse uh and it's called the bio cleanse bio cleanse if you want to look it up and I removed between, I'd say, five to 10 pounds, I'd say maybe eight pounds of, uh, of this stuff from my, from my gut. And it was literally like, it was like hard and like rubber-like. Like it was almost like a 10, maybe 15 foot long rope. It didn't all come out in like one rope. <laughs> although like it was like like it was uh it, it actually looked like a rope though because it 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 is like it like molded 
like to the form of the intestines like that's kind of like what it does <laughs> so it's basically like not brushing your teeth for 20 years you know what I mean? like it's basically like not brushing your teeth for 20 years or using the same plate or the same bowl every day three meals a day and just not washing the dishes <laughs> you know what i mean or maybe like rinsing the dishes with water and just never scrubbing it and just allowing it to build up and build up and build up and build up and so this pro and, and so okay so so around two summer two summers ago i think that's what it was 2021 that's when i did my first mucoid plaque cleanse which we can consider that a little different than colonics like it definitely still is colonics um Although this was like a big like intro cleanse that got me into like doing more regular colonics. And so that was like the big kahuna for me. I don't know what kahuna is. It's just what I wanted to say. Um, that was like what really got the pipes clean and, you know, flowing and, and, and whatever. And, uh, and created so much space within me. Um, and basically, uh, since then, what I've been doing is monthly enemas, which is basically uh, pouring a liquid, uh, normally water, uh, into your butt and into your colon. <laughs> And literally flushing everything out that just builds up, uh, even throughout like like the days and the weeks, uh, and so it's really just like maintenance. Um, and this is uh, and and again, I'm gonna have a, like an actual conversation about this with Ivy, although it's uh, it's it's not just physical; uh, it's also mental. Uh, it's also spiritual. Um, you know, because there are parasites down there too. Uh, and a lot of like different organisms and things. Uh, every human, every single human has parasites. And I'm, I'm not going to be the guy that completely demonizes them and says, we should have no parasites in our body whatsoever. Because that's the lens that some people take and... I don't think that's totally helpful or supportive, uh, especially because the body actually needs parasites. <laughs> may sound crazy. The, the, the body actually does need some parasites. It needs certain parasites uh, in order to regulate itself. Although uh, being overrun with parasites uh, and maybe with like certain types of parasites, uh, based on my research has consequences uh, it, it, it it makes a difference and so you know if we want to just zoom out and consider like spiritual warfare and, and being pulled out of our organic intelligence uh, and, and the essence of our true being uh, it's like it's like here's the thing whenever you are releasing this like physical matter from the body via an enema you're not just releasing physical matter because physical matter is also infused with information right in for like like there 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 there's data there's there's stuff that has mental correspondences with that um so yeah, like like just to, to put it very plainly, my experience is that doing an enema is like the equivalent to ten thousand meditations in one day, period, and that like it has such a profound ripple effect on the rest of my entire life. It touches everything else, not just for a day, just period. Like <laughs> we can let go of the linearity of it, right? It's just like. It's just, it's, it's wild. Um, for me, it, it I, I referred to this the other day, like it, it, it has 
helped to remind me of like a cellular silence. Like, whoa. Like, I didn't, like, sometimes I do it and I'm like, whoa. Like, I didn't even remember that this type of, <laughs> sometimes I've done it and I'm like, whoa, I haven't remembered like this type of silence. Like, wow. Um, anyway, yeah. So I'm going to breeze through some of the rest of these. So, Four, uh, consciously create space for yourself to scream at the top of your lungs as often as possible. Create space for love to come in. So this is very simple. Many people are repressed. Uh, men and women alike, many people are just repressed. Uh, not letting stuff out. So screaming is is good. It, it, it's a good thing. So long as you take the conscious space, like you consciously create space, for yourself to do it uh, so that you're not just blowing up <laughs> on someone or something in the moment. Um, so yeah, allow that to happen. See what happens and, and, and let love come in. Let truth come in through that. Uh, five, get as many plants as possible for your living space and make it parasympathetic. So parasympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system, which we can consider as our rest and digest. Uh, it is you know, may correspond with a feeling of relaxation, of calm, of peace, of bliss. Uh, just like you're, you're just in your coherence, like you're comfortable, you know, you're clear. Uh, you're not in this like hyper stress response. Uh, you're not in a stressed state. Uh, and so being in nature brings that forth. Uh, like being outside does that having your feet on the ground does that uh, and being around living things does that as well so like plants like that can be super supportive i find uh, i purchased 30 plants for my apartment recently and uh yeah just just super beneficial i could highly recommend that uh six if you're a man spend at least once per week with other men who you respect and who are looking at the same mountain as you so at least once per week for me, it's a non-negotiable. Um, and uh, yeah, like men's work is, is just so important uh, in my experience. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about it right now. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Uh, seven, eat without distraction. Uh, so for me, this is just what it works. Like, Watching TV, I mean, I don't watch TV anyway, but listening to music, listening to a podcast, like it, that, it can just be a lot. Um, there's a podcast I did, uh, what's her name? Her name's Julie Brenner, I think. I did this podcast probably in 2021, if not 2020. I recommend you go back and listen to that. Uh, I recorded about conscious eating in Ayurveda, so... Yeah, eating with distraction for me, not, a, not something that works. Uh, eight, have one non-negotiable task that you do every single day, no matter what, no matter what, before you go to sleep. So every day before you go to sleep, have one non-negotiable task that you do, no matter what. Uh, for me, it's making sure that all dishes are clean and there's nothing in the sink. Uh, and that just makes a profound impact on everything. Like... It's, and it's like, I recommend like um, choosing something that's like, like, like that you're, you don't have to force yourself to do. It's something that you want to do. It's something that you choose to do because you know the impact, you know the value of that. You know the value of it. Like it's like, it's just, it's clear for me. That practice is clear because I know the influence of having dirty dishes in the sink the next day it is just sloppy it is like it's it's carrying energy from yesterday into today like into today it it, it just it doesn't work so that's a non-negotiable for me like it's not something i have to convince myself to do or whatever like it's just i i don't care how tired i am like i'm doing it so um i'm actually going to stop here there are i think like there are a few more that I can go over, although I would like to, to just pause here and uh, preserve my energy and to just honor how I'm feeling at this moment. 
And um, and what I'll do, and, and really, I, I actually didn't expect myself to go on a riff for the first like 30, 40 minutes of the show. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to do that again, and it'll basically be this podcast It'll be like the same style where I talk about something and then I'll do the rest of the the rest of the the rest of the drops. So thank you for listening to the show. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy to serve. Uh, thank you for being here. Much love.